And welcome back to Dungeons and Flagons. I'm Sean, your Dungeon Master. I'm Jess, your Dungeon Cat, Asla. I'm JD, your Dungeon Cleric, Locrian. And I'm TJ, your Dungeon Gnome, Jimmy the Goat O'Pesche. Last time on Dungeons and Flagons, the Knights of Bart joined up with Joe and Captain McCready and were able to safely leave Sheep Barter and navigate to the town of Litchfield with an unconscious Mikhail Van Gazorgian, leader of the Horizon Front, in tow. There, our heroes were able to meet with Callus Wildcloak, agent of the Corrosion Trading Company, and exchange the hard-earned bag of holding for an arcane stone, although not before removing the uncharged octavo they had been charged by Trixie Demogorgio to obtain. The knights were then able to investigate the Temple of the Raven Queen in Litchfield, whose mission was to obtain and inter the countless remains found beneath and around the town. Unfortunately, the Kenku attendants became agitated at the sight of the mysterious amulet Locrian pilfered off the dead necromancer Aragog Oromar. Captain McCready uh, then gave the order to move out with an incapacitated Mikhail, but Asla noticed the smell of smoke and knoll on the breeze. Captain McCready and Joe rode off to investigate while our heroes took the unconscious Mikhail back towards Innsmouth. Our heroes were able to escape without further incident and were rejoined by Captain McCready, Joe, and the lone survivor of Sheep Sparter after it was beset by Knowles, the young girl who had previously tried to trip Locrian while they were fighting Mikhail. The knights then safely deposited Mikhail in the anti-magic cells under Innsmouth and were welcomed as heroes by the town. Uh, it's now a few days later. Um, the three of you and Blair, the drow, have been debriefing with Captain McCready and the Greyhawks over your mission, um, basically going over every detail and trying to get as much intelligence as they can. So uh, the three of you are in Captain McCready's office, and she has a bit of a tired expression on her face as she's going over her notes. Uh, there's a empty teapot and quite a few empty teacups stacked in front of her. And she says... All right, so did you see Kamat Cole? Did he make, he didn't make any contact with Mikhail at all? I, I, no. Not as far as we're aware. Are you going to drink that? What? Yes, sorry. Oh. And she slams back another uh, tea. Down and <laughs> And throws it down. Uh, Aberford, can you get more tea? Just a minute. Uh, all right. So he, he was in contact with Kamat Cole, yes? He said that he had to give, it, give him the, the, the super purse uh, to, to him. Oh, right. Did he say why? Why would he need a bag of holding, even <laughs> one as remarkable as this one? Um, Honestly, he just started stabbing. We didn't really ask that many questions at that point. He said he, he, said he needed to give him the bag, and that's all I knew, but... It didn't happen. All right. Um, so no, like, 
code words or signifiers or nothing like that. They, they just wanted this particular item. Code word. Signifier. <clears throat> Come on, um, Lucre, give us the third one. Oh, I'm sorry. My mind went straight to code name, kids name, kids next door, and I was gone. All right. The traveling minstrel show? Yes. Oh, okay. It's the famous traveling minstrel show, kids yes. next door. Entirely populated with halflings to play the children. It's a little insensitive, but people seem to like it. All right. Well, if to be honest, it would make our job a whole lot easier if Kamat Cole had stayed dead. But it's not a name I would expect a revolutionary to just throw out there without some sort of significance or connection. And to be on the safe side, it's probably best to assume that he is alive again. Uh, and with that, uh, Aberford opens the door with a tea set and sits it on the table and says, Betty cloned himself. It's what I would have done. Yeah, okay, but first of all, there's so many plot holes that get that oh, that opens up if he clones himself. I, you know, that's just shoddy storytelling, if you ask. It's like working opinion. with time travel. No, it's it's a necromancy spell. He's a necromancer. Why wouldn't he have a backup cloning vat for safety? Right, 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 right. The power. The power. Oh, no, no, that's just cliche. So what did he sound like? Did you hear him? No. Yeah, it was kind of like, um... Jim! <laughs> No, I didn't hear him. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, all right. Oh, I'm so glad we're rubbing off on you. <laughs> on the speaking stone, he he addressed. You said he addressed Kamat Cole directly. First name. Or Master Cole. I don't. I don't remember that. All right. Uh, she makes uh, a few notations on the transcription she has. Abbotford, are you going to pour that, or what's happening? Oh, I'm sorry. Allow me to serve you. Thank you what's in that, Loki? Why is it good? 70 years of experience on the front lines. Here I am pouring tea for a low-grade cleric. Thank you. It's not bad. It's fine. Oh, I'm so glad you enjoyed it, sir. It fills my heart with warmth to know that my tea is appreciated. Aberford. Tea with warmth, but all right. Um, Aberford begins to pull something from his robes, and Captain McCready raises a finger, and he stops. By the way, that sword that you gave Blair, super necromantic. Oh, that was sweet of him. You you do know that I mean it's it's full of dead people energy and not romantic. Oh, I see. There Back we go. Romantic. Gotcha. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. All right. I thought it was about naked. Like neck romantic. Yeah. That was cool. 
Um, you mean that the ne the sword had a fetish for neck play? Yeah. Yep. That's what we were hoping. I'm sorry, can you explain neck play? Lucrian just takes out a <laughs> thing for notes. Well, it would make sense. If the sword was aiming for necks, then I guess I would, huh? Mm -hmm. uh, Averford seems to trail off in thought. <laughs> Captain Mercury says, anyway, I think we have as much information as we can gather. So if the three of you have anything else that you need to get up to in town, please feel free. As we begin our preparation for the next mission, you have a little bit of downtime. All right. Cool. Am I, am I in my normal form? Right? If you want to be, or you could have this entire debriefing as a bear. But what, what did I end as? Uh, you ended, it, you were back as a, a wood elf, and it's been a few days since then, so. Okay. Well, I, I'll save my wild shape till I know okay. what I want to do. Okay. I'm not jump the gun here. Uh, yeah, so you guys are free to head out into town if you have any uh, items that you want to drop off with non-player characters who had previously set you on fetch quests. If you have any familiars that you want to train, <laughs> knives to buy. Yeah, I need to go buy some daggers. We need to go drop that stuff off to off the Trixie. And we gotta get that kid into fighting training. She's Oh, she's still with us? A lot. Well, that is a good question. What happened to the little girl? I took her under my wing. I'm is she living under your wing right now? She must be real tiny. Yeah, she's a little kid. Did you deposit her at an orphanage? I don't remember doing that. I thought we were gonna like my two dads this. Jimmy, where did you put the orphan? Also, where would I be in the my two dads situation? The concerns neighbor across the street, Paul, place. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I see that. Yeah. I, I think she's on the bench just outside of Frank's office. Just still sitting there holding on to torn out null throats. She's real, she's real weird. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Cannon, you, you do know that Joe, uh, who had retrieved the small innocent child from that bloodbath, um, had deposited her at the Temple of Pelor as a wayward youth. Although, uh, Jimmy, you have been checking up on her and uh, basically trying to get her into the pit fighting ring that Ratman Carruthers runs. Yeah, okay. That works for me. So you want to cool. go to Sure, I've, I'm checking in on her from time to time, so I might as well sure. go over and check on her. What are you going to do in our downtime during our short I'm going to, um, okay, first of all, I wasn't invited. No, well, you were totally invited. You normally oh, just go okay. with yeah. your own thing. True, which is my plan this time as well. Okay. Um, I, I am going to have a training session with Steven. So you guys are, are We're you splitting, splitting up? Or? Yeah, they're okay. going to find the little girl. I'm going to have some time with Steven. Gotcha. Okay. 
then as you guys are leaving uh, Captain McCready's office and um, heading into town, as you pass through the courtyard of Greyhawk HQ, uh, you see Joe uh, in full battle plate, although now she's not wearing her helmet uh, since her secret's out with the folks who are in the know in the Greyhawks. Um, she is practicing on a uh, dummy, uh, swinging her sword back and forth, uh, going through rigorous motions with incredible force and exertion, um, seemingly getting angrier and angrier. And she finishes with a cross chop that beheads the training dummy. And she she turns around and sees you, Jimmy. And then kind of shoves her uh, big two-hander in the dirt and uh, goes over to pick up the training dummy's head. Wow. You bifurcated that really great, Joe. Uh, thanks. I, I hope you have stock in the company that makes those. Uh, well, mostly I'll, I'll just head out into the woods and cut down another tree. Uh, yeah. Sorry about that. I apologize. It was awesome. All right, you keep you doing you. Sure, sure. Um, and she pulls out the sword from the dirt and gives this big overhand chop that just bisects the remainder of the target dummy. Did Hazel see this too? Yes, you guys are all there. I, I kind of want to go check on Joe. Sure. Me too. Uh, it's not a good idea when the two of us are both lusting after the same person. Uh, <laughs> it happens all the time. It does. Um, Joe, are you all right? You, you really seemed upset when you found out about all this master call business. Uh, Joe takes the sword and sheaths it across her back uh, and turns around and looks down at you, uh, this massive orc woman. Uh, and she seems to pause for a moment, like she's thinking if she should open up. You can see that like kind of look of conflict come across her face. Um. Joe, we're yeah. all buddies here. That was really impressive, Joe. It was. That was really good. It's just a target dummy. Uh. Right, but Ooh. one time I was running downstairs and I fell and I knocked myself out. So I know how dangerous inanimate objects can be. <laughs> uh, Loki uh, could never take on that dummy like that. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Um, Myself, I don't know. Possibly with some training, but which brings me to my next question, which was, or I guess my first question, which is, do you know anything about training seagulls for combat? <laughs> uh, you might want to check in with the, the marsh druids about that. Marsh druids, are there any around here? Yeah, didn't don't you have a, a circle? Holly, yeah. it, it's 
It's it's it's complicated, okay? Okay, yeah. I thought she pulled you aside when you when you took out that crazy druid with the killer plant and you guys had a special talk. Umawara? Your god? Yeah. No, Who are you talking about? Holly, the druid in town who runs the circle. Anyway, so you were you were wondering about Comet Cole, Locrian. Yes. <laughs> I'm also uh, bird fighting, but let's let's start with Comet Cole. Um I and um she pulls she um leans against the wall and crosses her arms and says he's the reason why we're here in Acadia slash I'm the reason why we're here in Acadia. Um, I, I was mind controlled by him five years ago and he had me as a weapon basically. And, uh, Captain McCready saved me from that. And I chopped his head off soon thereafter. And she stood up for me. She she said it wasn't my fault, all the things I did, because it wasn't me doing them. But it was better for the optics of the situation if we weren't in Kuros anymore, so Greyhawk HQ sent us up north here. Well, I'm, I'm sorry you had to go through that. I, I can't imagine what it must feel like to have that burden on your, on your conscience. If you'd like, you're always welcome at the Temple of Valor. Like to, uh, that, that's fine. Grumsh doesn't jive with Valor, but uh, thanks. Um, Locrian really awkwardly reaches up and pats Joe's shoulder. Uh, Joe looks kind of surprised by that, but is appreciative. Uh, Asla awkwardly joins in. Joe looks. Um, and Jimmy reaches up and pats her knee. <laughs> I got, I got the other shoulder. You, you can, you can stop touching me. But it's a crossover like this. Okay. It was a sweet moment, but then you made it weird. I, I felt left out. I, fe I felt left out. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's cool. I'm gonna go chop down a tree. Uh, bye, Joe. Bye. And she grabs her um, helm and exits. All right. Whew. That was wild. That was, that was, in, yeah, that, that was, I did not like that. Um, <laughs> um, it wasn't light, wasn't funny, it was no. serious, but hey, we got to do that every once in a while. Um, yep. So um, you're going to head to the marsh there, Aza? Yeah, I'm going to head to the Mars, see if there's anyone that can help me train my seagull. Yeah, you're going to teach him some golfu. Some golfu? Yeah. Going to try it. All right, all right. We're going to 
We're gonna we're the, me and me and Locrian, we're gonna go and uh check on our uh, little ward there. Whatever her name we is. We should also uh drop off the Octavo uh Octavo to Trixie. That bitch. Oh, I forgot about that. I forgot about the out. Lovely person. Yeah, yeah. Look, you okay. go drop that off. I'm going to go and try to buy some more of them peppers. <laughs> uh, okay, so are all three of you going separate ways, or are you all heading together to the temple, which is on the way to the marsh? Yeah, I guess we're all. We're gonna, I guess we could just. We're, we're all gonna go separate ways, but walk awkwardly together. In the same direction. <laughs> That's how I pictured it too. We're like, oh, okay. Well, we, I already said bye, yeah, so I can't sure. say it again. Right. Asla uh, just turns into a deer and runs away. Yeah, probably. No, I'm saving my wild shape. I fight the urge. She's though. just walking faster than everyone, so she's ten yeah. feet in front. I'm like. My shoulders like this. Okay, so um, the three of you leave Greyhawk HQ and head down the hill um, towards the town proper. Um, and the Temple of Pelor is en route. And as you get closer to it, you see uh, a domineering woman is out front and is haranguing Father Merrick, um, the local chaplain uh, and basic caretaker of the temple. Uh, okay, I run up and I yell, whatever it was, it was me, it wasn't Father Merrick. What? I dare say! Who is this? Why? You are, you are Lucrian of Alredo, the captor of the foul Mikhail Van Gezogian, leader of the Horizon Front. Uh, are you yes. having a stroke, lady? Why is your voice... No! This is the sound of my voice. Of any woman of proper breeding and station has a voice like this. Oh, yeah, I want to be a ruler, too. I've never what? met anyone with station, so that makes sense. Is there something we can help you with, ma'am? Or perhaps you'd like to speak to our seagull. Your voices are very similar. <laughs> what? Uh, Father Merrick does the Deep answer. finger across the throat behind the lady's back to you, Locrian. Oh. And says, um, uh, Miss Grain has come to me with a dire threat of demonic incursion in our fair city, Locrian. Yes! I, uh -huh. That's okay. Sorry to hear that. Is there anything we can assist you with? There is! You can uncover this foul taint! The children of Innsmouth are falling prey to the devil's music! You dead taint! You said foul taint. There's a foul taint here? I don't know if I want to what? contact with a foul taint. Loki, should we leave? Why are they laughing? Explain why they're laughing at me! This is most irregular behavior for heroes of the Empire! Ma'am, um, if you can just show me your foul taint, we can go on. I don't want to see it! I don't want to see it! 
You, I don't want to see it either. You look. I, I'll look away. Jimmy's rolling um, on the ground. By the way, Jimmy's Jimmy's all in a happy little ball, rolling on the ground, laughing. I'll show it right here. And she reaches into uh, a handbag that she has, and she pulls out what looks like a a music flyer. Um. It is a, a small, a very small piece of paper that looks like it was ripped off like a post or something like that. Um, and in suspiciously like dwarven runes, uh, it says one night only secret location. Uh, and then there's some sort of weird symbol underneath it. You see a demonic sigil right here in broad daylight. And Father Merrick says, could you please just take it down? We don't need to be yelling all the time. Um, and he looks over his shoulder hurriedly and uh, tries to shut the door behind him to the temple. Um, can I do a check to see if I recognize the symbol? Or... Yeah. Um, give me a history check. Uh, that's a nat one, Sean. I got a nat one on that. So uh, do, you, do you add anything? Uh, nope. So that's a nat one, Sean. <laughs> uh, you know, for all you know, this could be the sign of Asm Asmodeus, uh, king of the nine hells. I grab Father Merrick. We have to deal with this right now. All right. Nope. Lo Loki, Loki, it's not, it's not that bad. Sacred flame. No, oh my god, you're turning into Luther. What? Oh gosh. Pelor, help me. Like, what? I heard someone mention demonic incursions. Luther, we're off. Uh, Luther the Zealot barges out of the temple and <laughs> jumps right into the fray, going, I will smite the unbelievers with the holy flame. Oh god, oh god. Uh, so yeah, Luther the Zealot has joined your party. Yes. Um... All right, uh, we need to get to the bottom of this. Uh, whatever this potential evil is. Okay. Uh, the uh, woman, uh, Mrs. Green, says, you can simply follow the teenagers. I'm sure they've been tainted by this. All right. So wait, I... they, is there a group of teenagers around? Oh, you know how they are lurking about? idly hanging out? Give me that. I'm going to put it back in my handbag. And she takes the flyer and right. shoves it into her handbag. Right. Father Merrick, where is the nearest hot topic? Oh. Uh, you, you could check in street. There's the kids hang out there. All right. And you remember um, Locrian um, proselytizing on in street. And you and Luthor, uh, the zealot, would frequently go there to try and teach to impressionable teens, although mostly they just made fun of him for being the zealot. And, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, let's let's head. We, we Everyone, we have to head that way. I don't know what this is, but we have to deal with this. We got to leave this woman, at least. We have encroaching evil, Jimmy. Look, the way it worked out best for us is if we just keep doing what we got to do 
And then we accidentally fall ass backwards into it. Jimmy, we're going to Hot Topic. I'll buy you a Rick and Morty t-shirt. It'll be great. Two. Rick and Morty, the the famed wizard. Yes, absolutely. Rick and Morty. There's so many... So many apostrophes and hyphens in that yeah. name. Rickon. First name Rickon. Rick and Morty. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's go. Okay. So um, it's it's early evening now, um, and the three of you are in Inn Street, so named because of the number of inns and taverns that are located mm-hmm. on it. Um, a bit higher class than the Thirsty Kraken. Uh, so you know, not dives. Uh, and uh, you see that there are a few people milling about, um, some workers who are off shift, um, some travelers who are coming through the town, and uh, you hear people chewing on nuts <laughs> on the street corner, audibly chewing on nuts. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> My mic is muted, so none okay. of that was picking up. Oh, that's good. It, it's no, it's just people like to eat nuts on street corners in Innsmouth. Uh, and you, uh, uh, otherwise, uh, you see, um, that there are a few people about still. Uh, do people want to roll me, uh, perception checks or investigates to try and find teens? Oh, we're. we're... <laughs> I don't want this to be a net 20 for find me teens. finding teens. Okay. I just want to train my seagull. 17. I got an 18. Uh, okay. All right, I'm going to roll 10. We all have to roll teens. I'm no... 16. We did it! The teens! Um, wait, but what what are we what was that role? Uh, perception or investigation. Oh, so that bumps me up to a twenty-one. Oh. No longer teens. No longer teens. I, just, I could I suddenly I can get us all beer. Um Asla, you sniff the air and you pick up uh the stench of axe body spray. Uh which is literally an it smells like axes. <laughs> It's popular among dwarves, and uh, the kids have started to take it to be rebellious. I smell teens. I smell teens. Um, and you uh, smell this coming from uh, what looks like a, a closed-up uh, warehouse uh, towards the end of the street, uh, closer to the docks. Guys, I think I smell teens coming out, <laughs> coming out of that warehouse at the end of the dock. They're wearing that really. Okay. It smell. It's they. They're flammable because they're they. They have very strong cologne. Yeah. It smells like axes. Yeah. Yeah. It's gross. I don't get it. But. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, well, let's let's head that way and. Save them if we can. If not, I mean, they're probably going to be really mean to us, but we'll try. I hate teens. I might have to. I might have to cast a stinking cloud at them. Oh yeah, just launch that right in there. 
just, just gonna, I might launch a stinking door, cloud. Just hadouken that right into the room. Yeah. And just, you know, then we can get back to our life. So the three of you uh, approach the uh, seemingly closed warehouse. Uh, it is quiet. Uh, there are no lights and no sounds coming from inside. But they're hiding. Go to the front door. Just open it. All right. Yeah, that's... Okay. Okay. Uh, you go over to the front door. It is locked. Damn it. We tried. Sorry, lady. Um, can I just cast a stinking cloud and we can leave? Can I'm gonna, you, can I you do try it to do the keyhole? Might, maybe. Yeah. Well, Loki, what did you want to try? I was going to try to guess an elaborate knock that might let us in. Like perhaps yes. a sort of secret evil warehouse. And they haven't. Yes, Brother Locri, this warehouse is most foul. Yes. I admonish you, gnome. You should stand stalwart in the face of evil. Yeah, I, I stand stalwart in the face of lots of things. Um, for the intricate knot, Loki, just yeah. try two bits. All right. Yeah. Yeah, here it is. Just the two bits. <laughs> uh, can you give me a performance check? Oh, God, I hope I didn't fuck that up. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a five, Sean. Okay. <laughs> um, you knock. There's not a response. However, a little ways down the building, um, you see a board uh, slide open and a, a young head with, like, a whisper of a mustache poke out and look around, and it sees uh, the four of you and his eyes grow wide, and he pulls back in really fast. Um, should we go investigate the mustache hole? Yes, let's yes. go investigate the yeah. mustache hole. Yeah. Uh, you see a board uh, that is a little bit loose compared to the other ones. Uh, it's just big enough for probably a, a person to squeeze through if you pulled it aside. I slip in a uh, pamphlet about Palor. Um, uh, it's one of those, sorry we missed you. Uh, I could be reading the following address. Okay, nothing happens. <laughs> Luther, I've tried everything. I I'm not sure what to do now. What? It's times like these where we must be bold, Brother Locrian. Uh, and he rips the board aside and oh, bodily forces himself in. Well, he's just always at 11. He, no he's level. Yes. Um, you don't hear anything uh, after he enters. And looking in where he ripped apart the board, uh, it's incredibly dark. Like there's no light seeping in. I might have a light thing. I have low light vision. I'm, I'm a gnome. I can see in the dark. Okay, that's right. Yeah, you can't see through this darkness. Guys, I can't see through this darkness. Holy shit. That's wicked dark. Maybe he's just dead? Maybe. maybe. Um, 
I mean, the building is, isn't on fire yet, so something's wrong. Okay. Um, um, take out Viola Davis. Yeah. And I, and I turn it on. You know, flame on. Uh, purple oh. flames lick up <laughs> the sword's edge. Yep. And I poke it into the darkness. Uh, the purple light that is usually illuminated uh, vanishes as it enters into uh, the building. And the purple light resumes, and then it, it extinguishes when you extinguish the sword. Even penetrate the darkness. And it, it plunged Viola. All right, one of us has to go in. Who's going in? Just walk in. All right. Jimmy, you walk in, and suddenly all the noise of the street vanishes, uh, and you are in complete darkness. Blinded. Guys, I'm back in the bag. I'm back in the bag. Uh, Locrian and Asla, you guys don't hear anything. Wow. Silent. It's a beautiful night. It, it, it's it's no, really, really pretty. It, it, it really lets you appreciate nature. It's rarely this quiet. Yeah. Uh, are you just stumbling around, Jimmy? Okay. Um, give me just a luck check. Uh, you continue to stumble in the darkness. Um, you reach out with your hands and you run into a box. Uh, and you are still blinded and deafened. Uh, Asla, Locrian? Should we have given him a rope? I mean, it's strange that he's that quiet. He's never yeah. that quiet. All right. Do you want to go in or do you want me to? What if we go in? Um, do you have a rope? Yeah. Because what if we tied ourselves together? Like, yes, leash absolutely. Tying our weights together? Yeah. Let's, yes, let's do that and then try to squeeze through this thing. And then we'll just, yeah. One at a time, squeeze through and just shuffle along together. Okay. All right. The two of you tie yourselves together with rope and cram yourselves into this one slat. Both get, both of you can be luck checks. Luck. Uh, let's give a three fusions check. <laughs> you said just luck? Yes, just a d20 roll. Ooh, 18. Oh, wait, no, not that. No. Eight. Uh, okay, so the two of you enter in to complete darkness and silence, and you begin to stumble forward. And, Asla, you uh, feel yourself trip over something on the ground, but catch yourself. And Locrian... You luckily plunge through this magical darkness and you come out on the other side to a wave of light and thumping bass sounds. And you just hear like a... And you are surrounded by teenagers who are illuminated by cascading magical lights. And... On the other side of the room, there is a crude stage erected with two dwarves who seem to be wearing like mining gear that's hiding them. 
um, holding these weird instruments that look kind of like a cross between drums and a box. Uh, and up on the stage, there is a, a dark-skinned woman who is shooting magical light out of her hands. Um, and she looks familiar. It's Azeroth, the warlock. Lopian <laughs> takes out his symbol of Falor, looks around him and is like, I've dedicated myself to you. Why did you send me to hell? <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, thaumaturgy my voice to make it sound like it's way louder than it actually is. Yes. And I'm just going to look out like of the, the sea of just the teens. And I'm just going to go ahead and shout, how are we doing tonight, impressionable youth? <laughs> just like shooting off different like magic shit. All the kids throw up their arms and cheer. <laughs> All right, don't get too crazy wasted tonight because that's bad. Please, please have a DD. Okay, great. <laughs> shouting like different just magic shit. Um, Azeroth, um, you look towards uh, the two dwarves, uh, mm -hmm. Yuri and Raddy. Beat Smasher, uh, and they drop the bass, and oh, uh, the music just goes wild. Uh, Locrian and Asla, uh, the two of you look around, and you see uh, Jimmy fall out of the wall of darkness and silence that is hiding this uh, underground rave. Uh, and you also see Luther the Zealot who is just standing stock still with his eyes wide as like two teenage girls are grinding on him. Oh, all right. What um, do you want to do? First of all, I'm going to just remove the teenage girls and be like, all right, that's that's fine. Why don't you go 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 over that way? Um, yes, yes, that's lovely. Right, all right, goodbye. Um, uh, and the... I don't think I fully understood the flyer that was presented to me. I think this might be some sort of musical festival that we have found. Uh, you can see behind the stage, there is a big banner that has been erected. And in dwarven lettering, um, it's not runes, it's um, dwarven letters, which are in the common script. They're just very blocky. Um, it says dwarf punk. <laughs> Thanks, One I hate it. Only. One night only dwarf punk. All right. So, all right. Is dwarf punk the artist? I'm the teens. One of you, help me. Are you trying to speak to the children? Um, yes, I'm going to try to speak to the children. Uh, you're going to have to yell over the sound of the music. <laughs> uh, give me a, uh, let's say, call it a perception check in order for people to hear you. Uh, 14. Um, a few of the kids turn around and go like, what? You're really old to be here. It's Dwarf Punk. They're fresh out of Sandspire. Do you like Steely Dan? Who's that? He's trying his best. He's trying so hard to be cool. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to stage dive in hopes people catch me. So I like ride the crowd 
Uh, give me a charisma check with advantage. Oh, hell yes. I would love nothing more than to give you a charisma check with advantage. Uh, that is a 15? Uh, yeah, um, you're able to surf for a little bit, uh, and the kids kind of drop you off right in front of our party. Oh! Hi! people! Oh my god! And I just go and, like, hug each oh. and every one of you. Like, really tight. It's so loud. Isn't it great? I love it so much. I'm trying a new thing. What are you... Why are you here? I was in darkness and now I'm here. <laughs> That's fair. We call that the crazy, the crazy ebony tunnel of despair. That's like the illusion for the real world. Then you come out and this is like your fantasy world. It's a whole thing. Yeah. How did that one dude hear me knock? I'm very confused by this whole situation. Listen, teens are fucking crazy. I don't even know. Um, the... Uh, Four of you uh, in the middle of this uh, rave uh, do note that Luther, the zealot, gets this kind of glint in his eye. Uh, and you see um, him, he raises his hand and a, a golden flame emerges around it. And a few teens like pull out lighters and go like, yeah! Um, but he reels back and chucks it at the uh, wall of darkness and silence, uh, and the illusion and the enchantment is dispelled. Uh, and the enchantments throughout the entire room are dispelled as this golden light shimmers over everything and everyone. Azeroth, your disguise falters for a minute. Oh, that's I'm. That's not good. Can I hide? Can I hide behind you guys? Really? Give me a quick stealth check. Okay, I'm gonna run. <laughs> not run, but just. Oh, I'm not good at stealth. Uh, okay, thirteen. Okay, um, you duck behind Asla, uh, and it doesn't look like any of the teens noticed you. Okay. Uh, but they're more concerned about how uh, the illusion kind of fell and, like, all the magic lights stopped. And the two dwarves who are up on the stage kind of look around, uh, confused as their instruments stop. Uh, but Luther begins to stride towards you. Can I surprise punch him in the dick? You can. I'm going to surprise punch him in the dick. Roll to attack. 16. That's enough. Um, you punch him in the dick. <laughs> he falls down to his knee and says, oh, uh, by the light of Pelor, what pain! Yeah, that's what you get for fucking up a great party, man. Uh, Love you. Brother Locrian, the she-devil behind you! Locrian, don't make me do it to you, too. I'm Locrian is still transfixed looking at dwarf punk and trying to figure out like wait, hold on. Is it is the night about dwarf punk or is it hold on. Someone t come to me. So, a, a teen needs to come explain this to me because I don't know what's happening. Okay, we need to get out of here. I'm going to just grab Loki by like the scruff of the neck like the behind of his shirt and just like try and drag you guys out of the party <laughs> with me. 
Yeah, um, you are able to. Uh, the four of you uh, emerge forth on the nighttime streets of Innsmouth uh, with a bunch of teens milling about. God. That was torture. Oh, sorry. I kind of, after our last incursion, I went on a little bit of a bender. I felt bad about the bunny, so I was trying to rethink my whole act. A lot of spice happened. I ended up here. It was crazy. You know, I've been craving those peppers. Yes, the peppers. Totally that. A hundred percent. Just saying. No, yeah. I, we could definitely get you some, especially for saving my hide. So thank you. Uh, wow. Fancy meeting you all lovely people here. This is exciting. Yes. What, what are you, how long have you been in town? I'm passing out water to this. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of put like the hood up of like my jacket that I have to like cloak my face a bit to wait till I can disguise self again. Um, no, I, you know, my deity sends me a bunch of different places, but I kind of had a little break, found some teens. They were scary. But I do love dwarf punks, dwarf, dwarf and music. I'm still a little fucked up. I'm sorry. But, you know. As you say that, Azeroth, um, the two dwarves uh, run out of the warehouse. Uh, still completely covered in what looks like mining gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and clutching their weird instruments. Uh, and they run up to you. Um, and they uh, give you a mine sign. Um, mm-hmm. which is kind of like a Morse code of like blinking lights uh, mm-hmm. that come from their mining helmets, um, which translates to, hey, we're going to hit the road. Thanks for the lights. <laughs> I kind of just give like a wink and, an, and like a cool like little nod. <laughs> just any, any times, love, any time. Kind of might uh, sign that back a bit. And the two of them scurry um, down towards the docks as Luther the Zealot um, pokes his head out of the building. Would my disguise self kick back in? Yes. Cool. Luther, why, why don't you head back to the temple? We, we have some things we need to uh, clear up here. Are you trying to persuade, intimidate, or deceive? I'm trying to persuade him. Give me a persuasion check. 18. Uh, he strides up to you uh, and comes like nose to nose, no personal space, uh, and says, that woman is the enemy, the ultimate enemy, with the light of Pelor is here to scour from the earth. Uh, that's a lot. This woman is my friend. Um, his nostrils flare. Uh, and he says, I see. Well, we'll see what Father Merrick thinks of this. And he turns on his heel and he marches off. Are you tattletailing? That's not fun. That's dumb. That's stupid. I'm sorry. Sorry, Loki. It's fine. I'll, I'll give him a noogie later. Yeah, we'll probably oh. end up killing him. We do that to some of our friends. Loki, you did what was right. Noted. Also, I'm your friend. Oh, thank you. I thought I really botched it up meeting you guys. No, we love you. Oh, well, thank you. Odd anti-bunny tendencies. I decided to cut that from the show that is not being used ever again. So thank you for testing it out. Yep. 
so um, how how long are you going to be in town? We we have a few things we need to do. Oh God! I mean, got a bunch of fey rifts to close. But if you don't mind me tagging along with y'all, I feel like I can complete that job while chilling with you all. I mean, I'm not doing any magic shows for a while because <laughs> I'm rethinking my whole branding situation. So, really? Yeah. I mean, if you want me to join you guys, it's it's whatever. It's cool. I'm not nervous at all about it. It's fun. Should definitely join us. Okay, well, yeah. I, where are we going? Where are we headed? It's kind of late, but I'm excited. Uh, we had a, never so go. many things we needed to do. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so. Well, sorry for this little detour, but yeah, I would love to uh, join up with you all, if that's okay. We'd love to have you. Well, sweet. Okay, cool. Hey, gang, JD, or Locrina Valredo, uh, here to thank you so much for listening to this episode. It's our season three premiere. It's been a bit, but we are so very glad to be back. Um, I just wanted to quickly remind you that if you're digging the show, be sure to give us a rate and a review and to tell all your friends. Uh, we can also be found on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter under Knights of Bart. All right, that is more than enough of me. Thanks again, gang. Stay safe. Enjoy the rest of the episode. So what the fuck does this mean? <laughs> oh, oh God! It means it's kind of like a a call sign for lack of a better term. The two dwarves are dating. It's kind of like a grinder situation. Uh, I stumbled upon it. Some teens don't know what it is, but they think it's like a cool little like S symbol that attaches to each other. When really it was supposed to be like a gay thing, but it did not transpiring to be that way. Oh, all right. I I, I see that now. It's it's explicit. Now yeah, it's a call sign. It's 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 bas- It's a dick. I, for lack right. of a better term, it's a dick. Yes. Yeah. No, it's it's throbbing. I don't know how. But okay, it, you want to put the you want to throw it away. It's actually just you, one time use. Yeah, that's great. Perfect. Uh, you do know that the uh, beach dwarves are a very passionate people. They are very passionate, very loving, in many forms, many ways. They're they're lovely people. They they'll get you drunk. <laughs> It's mostly because of the drunkenness. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so the you guys know uh, that a Trixie has weird hours. Um, a lot of the shops uh, in the Street of Smiths are still going to be open, uh, and most all druid rituals require moonlight. Uh, so you've got an opportunity too tonight. Where do you want to go? Sorry, my mind went to Sailor Moon. Um, <laughs> she is the one they call Sailor Moon. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. Uh, Jimmy, did you 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 had something you really you wanted to check on the girl, but we we already went there, right? Well, yeah, but we didn't get to check on her, and now it's way past her bedtime. Yeah, hopefully she's asleep by now. Yeah, uh, we should we should drop this off. Uh, our our dear dear friend Trixie Demogorgio, um asked us to retrieve this uh, uncharged Uncatavo. Uh We need to. We promise to bring it back to her. Locrian is holding like a stop sign on his back. Ah, it's a pure sheet metal. I uh, never. Has, like, I never. 
asked you guys is what exactly do you do? This, that, the other. I never know. Okay, that's fair. Mostly. I've been getting into trouble. dance. Okay. Okay. Dance and trouble. I love that. Yes. So. Yep. Um, uh, Azeroth, you do know that the three of them did come into town a few days ago with the leader of the rebellion, the Horizon Front, in chains, mm. in a wagon. Got it. Apropos of nothing. So it seems like they, they get into some shit. Okay, love it. That's my vibe. Cool. Well, yeah, if you have errands you need to do, I'm just here for moral support, so. All right, yes, let's... Uh... Let's go to see Trixie. Um, I do want to do my hair quickly before we go. Okay. Um, is it still half shaven off? Yep. Okay. I get out of these rave clothes that I'm in and get back in my regular clothes. Like <laughs> 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 a pacifier. Rave clothes, pacifier, a lot of day glow. <laughs> okay. Okay. You need a bottle of water as well. I really do. <laughs> Don't even I'm seeing like circles that are spinning that aren't even there. It's wild. Uh, so the four of you uh, progress uptown um, towards Trixie Demogorgio's shop, which you know started as a wagon, but it's like the wagon is taking root and turning into a building. Uh, it's kind of odd, um, but it's there, and there's a small enchanted sign out front that's glowing, uh, neon-like, saying open. Open. <laughs> I, like, I like how this is going. I like how this is turning into sort of a piece of the landscape. Yeah, no, it's very nature-entwined, as they say. It's incredible part I, I want to make, it's not like it's literally taking root. It's like it's turning slowly into a building. It kind of looks a little unsettling because you can still see parts of wagon in it. Like it could get up and roll away. Can I still like it? You can. <laughs> no. May you tempt God. <laughs> I go up to the side and pee on it. Oh. Oh, Jimmy. As you do so, uh, a snake emerges from underneath it and rears up and hisses at you. The snake pees back. Oh. You're just you're just gonna let yourself get peed on as a dominance thing. The door bursts open and Trixie Demogorgio, uh, pink pigtails flying in the breeze. Uh, yells out, who's peeing on my snake? I'm peeing on your snake. Jimmy O'Pesci, stop peeing on my snake. I can't. What's this stop it? If you stop, it hurts. I, it, I, won't, even, I won't even ask. I won't even <laughs> indulge hi, hi. in that. Hi. Hi, Trixie. Hi. 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 What? Hi. Oh. Oh. Hey, Loco. Hi. How are... Your, the shop looks great. I, I'm sorry about Jimmy. That's, I don't. I don't know what. Thanks. It's not growing as fast as it should. Probably because people keep peeing on it. Yeah, it's an eyesore. Are you still peeing? I'm still going. I had a lot of beverages. You should really get that checked. So, uh, Dugan pee. Asla, how you doing? See that you're an elf right now. 
So, you know, I could be better, but making do. Yeah. And who's this one? Hello, I'm Azeroth the Great at your service. And I like grab her hand and like kiss it and then like put it down. Pleasure to meet you. You bow very deeply to kiss this gnome's hand. Very deeply, eye level. Um, As you uh, reach down, um, she takes like a quick sniff of your hair. And then she gives you the eye uh, and says, Ah, are you left-handed too? (laughs) (laughs) My phone's falling. Um, You know, only time will tell. Yeah, that's all right. Divulge everything on the first meeting. So. Ah, yeah, yeah. I I get you, sister. Okay. Oh yeah, I get you too. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she, uh, opens the door and says, all right, uh, were you looking for something? Oh, we, we just wanted to see how you're doing. Um, it's been a while as, as, how how have you been? I've been fine. Is that an uncharged octava you've got unstrapped to your back? Oh, Oh, yeah, I, uh, I, I forgot. Yeah. I'm right-handed, by the way. I, I heard. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, I know. I know. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, we all know, Logrian. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Trixie, the stop sign size sheet metal is for you. That's why we're here. Thank you. Um, and another snake emerges from uh, the shop proper and joins the peed upon snake, and the two of them uh, carry the octavo, uncharged octavo on their heads into the store. Mm-hmm. And Trixie follows, saying, come on, I'll show you how it works. Uh, are you going to rinse off one of the snakes? Nah, that's fine. Is it? What are their names? Oh, um, this is Hippasis, and this is Ka. Which oh. one? Hippasis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, as in, he builds stuff? From time to time. Uh, And she uh, begins fiddling with a bunch of strange devices uh, behind the counter and pulls out that obsidian wand that you retrieved in the previous adventure uh, and uh, begins setting up the uncharged octavo on her desk. Uh, and she pulls out uh, what looks like a carved wand um, with just like, it looks like a wand, normal. Uh, and she chucks it at you, Asla, and says, hey, is that magic? Ah! And I catch it. Mm-hmm. And I say yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, it's not. It's not. It's not magic. Yes. <laughs> it was a, a test. Really good try. Fifty-fifty shot. Uh, uh, doing amazing, Z. Doing amazing. She uh, mage hands it back and says, "But what we can do is make it magic." And she pulls out the obsidian wand and touches it to the wooden wand on top of the uncharged octavo. And she pulls out a small file of what looks like this shimmering silvery dust 
and pours it over it. And she gives it a wrap with the obsidian wand, and the dust immediately absorbs into the wooden wand. Uh, and she picks up that wooden wand and says, here, give it a shot. And holds it out for one of you to take. I saw a lot of teens snorting dust earlier. Do you think? Oh. Go for it. If you want to, Loki, I mean, was the, this might be of your department too. Oh, I... I... I can. I I just I didn't know if it was the same dust I saw them snorting because they they enjoyed it. I don't if think you, it is. If you want to try, just let me know. I have a, I have a hookup, as they say. Yeah. Well, yeah. Are you guys? Here, I'll try the sword. Okay. Uh, she hands you the wand. Wand. I mean, sorry. Uh, you swing it. It immediately illuminates and casts the light spell. Ooh. 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 Wow. Yeah, so uh, you guys get me the proper spell components. I can put some enchantments in your stuff or make a few particular magical items if you need them. I like this person. They're really cool. Yes, yes, she is. Noted, Jimmy, noted. Yeah, yeah, I know you don't believe in magic, goat. See how well that goes for you. Yeah, by the way, how's that how's that magic sword doing for you, huh? That's been helpful, huh? Huh? Nifty. So yeah, if anyone else needs any enchantments or magical items, let me know. And she gives you the finger guns. How much money do you need to make stuff? Well, that would depend on what you need. <laughs> I'm a bit sore for cash right now, so I'll come back to you on that one. Of course, we could always make a deal. As in... Logan is so jealous in this moment. He's just grumpily touching everything in the store. <laughs> oh, no, no. I mean, I could slay a thing or two. Oh, no, nothing that. Magic nothing show. Some, um, you know, just like a few... Files of blood, things like that. I'm gonna put a pin in it, uh, <laughs> and I'll think about it. And yeah, come back. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. That's good. Let me know. Let me know. Files of whose blood? Well, normally yours, Whoa. but I think I'm. I think I'm good. But thank you, though. Not hair. We could use hairs. Hairs work fine too on occasion. What do you What do you do with it? Things. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Okay, cool. Oh, I gotta back away from it. It's perfectly cow. harmless. It's nothing that would cause direct harm to your personage. Hmm. Okay. Your body would be fine. All righty. Hmm. Uh, not enough. Not, not, uh, if you want to make enough. a deal. Otherwise, gold is just fine. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Z, you wanna you wanna get out of here? You wanna leave this place? Are you cool with me calling you Z? Who the hell are you talking to? Oh, I'm my good friend Az over here. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, Z. Okay, cool. Listen, I just throw out nicknames and see if they stick. That's. Okay. <laughs> There's not even a Z in my name. There's not. Is it an S? 
Yeah. What? It sounds like a Z. That's crazy. It does sound like a Z. But you can still call me that if you want to. Yeah. If, you, if you're done with it, you feel like okay with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this place is making me uncomfy, so I'm going to wait outside. Anyone can come with me. Oh, uh, I'm ready to. Okay. I'm good. always ready to leave. Okay. Cool, cool. Yeah. Cool. Trixie. Let me know when you need some help with magical items. And she gives you a cheery wave. Nice to meet you, too. Where's the other guy? The, the Truth Apothecary. I have things for that, dude. Uh, Truth Apothecary is right across the street. Well, I march over there and make a big show of it. <laughs> uh, the doorbell opens with a, a jingling of the bell. Uh, and True, uh, Auto True of Truth Apothecary... Uh, is behind the counter um, reading over a what looks like a big potion book and says, Sorry, we're closed. Oh, Jimmy, how you doing? I'm You know, I don't have an answer for that. You got me off that. What can I help you with? Uh, components are very good. What do we have? What do we have? I hand him two stacks of anti venom. Oh, okay. Good. And the spider venom gland. The giant magical green flame lighthouse spider venom gland. Oh, oh. Where did this come from? I killed that big spider. Was it on fire at the time? It was magically greeny fire. Oh, this will be interesting. Um, hold on two seconds. And he uh, disappears to the back, and you hear the sound of flames and bubbling, uh, and then liquid falling into a decanter. And he comes back out with this big potion bottle of this greenish liquid that's kind of glowing. Um, and he sets it gingerly down on the table. Cool. What's that? This is acid and fire resistance potion. Two for the price of one, which normally you can't do. Otherwise, you roll on a mixology table. Uh, all right. Um, I was kind of just hoping to give you some shit and get money. <laughs> oh. I mean, you now... I could give you some some silvers i guess um or a gold i mean yeah. you now have, you now can purchase these potions you've expanded my stock yeah i did you bought it from me so now you give me money all right well sure i i can easily make that back from adventurers um and he pulls out two gold coins and slides them over to you yeah. Good night. Oh, okay, you're you're leaving. Okay. The door behind me. Yeah. All right. Uh, and the four of you are in the street. The moon rises over the town. Is is the blacksmith open? Uh, 
yeah, you hop over to the Street of Smiths and you see that there are still a few uh, blacksmiths um, working into the night. Good call, Loco. Good call. Yes, you need daggers, and I had something I, I needed to get done. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go over to the one that's open. All right. Yeah, uh, you roll up to a blacksmith shop. There's a half-elf um, working at the smithy. Uh, he comes forward, says, hey, what can I help you with? Uh, you go first. I, I've already messed with one person today. Um, hello, uh, my name is Locrian of Alredo. Uh, hey, um, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if you're aware. Uh, I am from the uh, Temple of Valor here. Um, <laughs> I have been uh, on something of a journey lately, and I've been having some personal doubts and some issues that have come up and I need a reminder uh, that what I'm doing is right and just. Um, so I need a symbol for the one who has uh, guided me into better times. If you could take my shield, if you can etch a banana for Mr. Togo on it um, so that I will always remember our, uh, our, our great companion who taught me so much. That's uh, some real racist yeah. bullshit you got going on on that shield, Loco. I couldn't get him a banana, and I need a reminder to always strive to do more and to be better. We're going to go to the grocery store next, man. I want some of them peppers. I bet you they'll have bananas. Uh, all right. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't mean to be rude, but like, I don't feel comfortable with that assignment job. So I'm, I'm not going to do that, man. Can you put a banana daiquiri on it instead? Oh yeah, that's fine. All right. There you go, buddy. All right, please. Uh, all right. Uh, this will be, should be ready in the morning. Thank you. Good. Um, do you have any daggers? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, 50 silver for a brace. Uh, all right. What the fuck does that mean when it's in the King's English? Eight, eight daggers. Yeah! All right! <laughs> all right. Um... What's the what's the translation? What's the conversion rate between silver and gold? Uh, it's half a gold, so it's hundred silver to a gold, hundred copper to a silver. All right. Well, then I hand him a gold piece and take two things of eight daggers. Happy doing business with you. Yeah. And he looks over the shields, Locrian, and goes like, "So, do you want the banana daiquiri like over the symbol of Palor or no, under?" No, like it right right on in the corner here, just so I can look Let's down and see it. <laughs> oh, on your side. Oh, okay. That's if no one else is gonna see it, then yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Oh. <laughs> uh and he begins to work. I don't think I was there, so never mind. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, cool. I kinda just like knock real quick. Hi, hello. Um how much are like braces for? To boost up, you know, maybe a little bit of AC. 
Oh, uh, well, depends on what you're looking for. Uh, leather, chain, plate. Uh, leather's preferable. Mac of uh, the aesthetic bit. Yeah, let's. <laughs> he um. Leather with lace. He reaches <laughs> over uh, to this big bin mm -hmm. uh, that says discount on the side with a K. Oh, God. And he pulls out um, these kind of old-looking bracers uh, mm -hmm. and says, this is from the uh, guy who owned the shop before, but uh, my do you. Uh, they're basically uh, leather uh, armbands. Okay. And uh, shoulder uh, guards. Ooh. They would give plus one to your AC. Plus one. Would you have anything that's a little plus two? <laughs> uh, if not, that's fine. <laughs> nothing that I'm actually going into the book now to find <laughs> out how the armor works. You're good, you're good. He does, but it's that video game thing where it's so horrible. It just looks really, really bad, and you're like, ah, I don't want to ruin my aesthetic with this. Are you kidding me? Girl, like, you can look so much better. It's like the plaid weevil for Dragon Age. You're like, oh, God, you do so well on the magic front, but you look disgusting. So I have two <laughs> sweet bandoliers of daggers now. That's kind of cool. Hey, that looks pretty dope. Yeah. It's like a fly. Yeah. wherever you go. You really just have like a, like different assortments of weapons everywhere on your body. Yeah. Uh, he he reaches down um, mm -hmm. and pulls out uh, this leather uh, cross uh, and throws it onto the table in front of him and says, "Well, this uh, will give you some pretty good protection. Maybe eleven plus your Dex modifier." Oh. Uh, this I uh, can do nine gold for. That is preferable. Here you go. And thank you very much. Uh, you pull up uh, this cross. Um, it's uh, kind of like a deep, like blood red brown. Uh, it's cool. almost like a a burgundy. Um, burgundy. David, love that. <laughs> Burgundy. Burgundy. But it's otherwise unadorned. Um, no specific uh, symbols or sigils, although uh, you can see that there are some initials, uh, presumably from the crafter inside of it. Okay, cool. Sweet. Let me add that to my equipment. And you said it's plus two? Um, it's 11 plus your dex modifier. Okay. So that will be your AC. Okay. Oh, cool. Awesome. Sorry. Oh, I'm so great. So what does that bring your AC to? Uh, that like, brings it to... Uh, that brings it to, I believe... Oh, <laughs> it's, the, it's the same. <laughs> okay. I uh, believe it's a 13. Oh, boo. Okay. Then I might just go with the plus one then. Sorry. Uh, let's just let's just say it goes up to fourteen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can't tell you the amount of times that Locrian has walked into a store and just spent money and forgot to buy something. 
almost what happened right there. Healing yeah. potions? What for? Yeah. Okay, uh, cool. Thank Steven, you. Steven squawks. What? What? What do you want, buddy? What? He just kind of jumps from toe to toe on your shoulder. He's hungry? Asla, what time is your uh, thing tonight? Um, I don't have a thing. What thing? Oh. Steven I... squawks again. <laughs> What's the matter? What am I missing? Steven. I, I, oh, are we doing some golfu? I, I, I thought you had mentioned that there was a... Uh, I've been trying to find a way... I've been wanting to go see the marsh... Uh, what am I? Elves? All day. But we keep getting distracted. So we just have not scheduled a training session yet. Oh, I'm sorry that I took you guys off track. Oh, it's not your fault. Just no, you it happens. Yeah, that's fair. You know? That's fair. We, we were going to split up and do stuff, but then we ended up not even splitting up. Well, I hope the party was, you know, a, a bit fun. I'm coming down from my high now. I'm crashing a little, so it's a little, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck. You and I can go to Denny's. We could just oh. yeah, decompress at Denny's while you... While you do some go some golfu? Oh, golfu. Golfu. Some golfu. Denny's yeah. is a restaurant on Wharf Street run by a lizard man named Denny. <laughs> <laughs> go down to Denny's. Yeah, we, we can go to Denny's while you're doing that if you need privacy. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, we don't want to intrude on you. What, I mean, you could come or whatever. I'm just not going to, like, be talking to you much. That's fair. I think I'm going to go to Denny's with cool. Loki here. Yeah. All right. Great. Yeah. And I'm going off to the marshes. Okay. Uh, the three of you go to Denny's. Uh, Lizard Man hisses at you as you come in the door. Asla, um, you proceed um, uh, past Denny's uh, out into the marshes um, that lead to uh, Seal Island um, to the Druid Circle. Uh, and you come across a small raccoon who is sitting in the middle of a circle of standing stones in the marsh. Hi there. Oh, hey, Asla. Do I know you? Yeah, it's, it's me, Grumbles. Hey, Grumbles. Hey. I don't remember Grumbles. Should I roll something? <laughs> yeah, no, you just read it. Uh, you, know, you know Grumbles is uh, a... Awakened raccoon. Um, okay. It's an awakened animal. Um, basically, um, has their intelligence boosted after they've been a familiar for a long period of time, okay. or through some or other magical means. Um, but he is a part of the druid circle um, okay. and kind of speaks for a lot of the animals in the surrounding environs. Awesome. Hey, Grumbles. Hey. How you been? Good, good. Found some nice trash the other day. Wash it off. Tasted good. Good. Uh, so were you wanting to familiarize yourself with seagulls? <laughs> he kind of oh, gives you a, an yeah. elbow. Yeah, how'd you know? Because we, we talked about it. Oh. 
Yes, you are so right. I remember, and I want to do that now. Cool. All right. Uh, well, uh, let's see Stephen. Here he is. Oh, oh. Okay. Um, he uh, kind of trundles over to uh, the middle of the circle, uh, which has been cleared. Uh, it's just some small marsh grasses and like a few flowers. Uh, and he points to a spot for Siegel to stand. And then he points to a spot for you to stand facing mm -hmm. Stephen. Okay. All right. Now, you need to meditate and reach out to your animal companion. <laughs> Is it weird because I'm a talking <laughs> raccoon? Is that throwing you off? It throws off a lot of people. <laughs> it's... Uh, uh I'm not fa I'm not phased by talking animals. I live my life as one. Oh, good. Most of the time. Um, I don't know what is making me giggle. Honestly, I don't know if it's that a raccoon's teaching me how to do this with my animal companion. Anyway, let's just move on. Okay, I'm facing Stephen. Yes. No. Meditate and reach out, Stephen, with your mind. Um, and what I need you for you to do is to roll a religion check. Seven. Okay. Um, so you sit and concentrate and you try to reach out to Stephen, and he's kind of standing there, tilting his head to the side, looking at you. Uh, and nothing seems to be happening. <laughs> and Grumble says, what, what are you thinking of right now? Well, I'm thinking of trying to communicate with Stephen. How, how are you doing that? I'm sort of just imagining my brain touching his brain, so to speak. Hmm. And um, I mean, not literally like touching. Yeah, I, I, I know. You know, and just trying to make contact with a little. spiritual feeling of him. Okay. Uh, as you are explaining that, you feel the world kind of open up around you. You can smell the salt air uh, and the mud of the marsh. Um, you hear the seabirds and the insects and you can feel the dampness of the earth rising up um, in the night air. And you feel a connection. You can kind of feel Stephen's mind alongside yours, like um, your thoughts are adjacent, like not really there, but you keep seeing images of like food pop in your head or dark. Mm -hmm. Mother. <laughs> 
Which I'm father. So what's he talking? Who's he talking to? Father, mother, father. <laughs> uh, and Grumble says, "Good. Can you feel it?" Yeah, I think so. All right. Now, you need to reach out and give a command. Give me an animal handling check. Thirteen. Okay. Um, you sit and close your eyes, and you open them, and you're looking at Stephen. And you close them, and you open them again, and you're looking at Stephen. You close them, and you open them, and you're looking at yourself. And you can feel yourself inside of Stephen's body. And you can stretch out his wings, which are your wings, and raise your feet up and down, which are his feet. Awesome. All right, you're there. Now, in order for Stephen to become your familiar, he'll need to accept a level of trust as you inhabit him and issue him commands. So you need to take this opportunity to give Stephen what he wants as your familiar. <laughs> so what does Stephen want? What does a seagull want? Um, he wants food. All right, go get it. And he kind of raises his raccoon arm up into the air. <laughs> All right, I fly away. You fly, um, which is an amazing sensation all of its own. Uh, and you soar into the night air and look around, um, and you are looking for food. Um, give me a nature check. Ah, three. Okay. Um, you are looking around, um, and you see, uh, the lights of Innsmouth and, uh, on a ramshackle deck, you see a picnic table with Jimmy, uh, Azeroth, and Locrian sitting around it, um, eating a bunch of bacon and pancakes. Uh, and Jimmy is waving uh, Viola Davis around to cook the pancakes more, uh, although they're just kind of blackening. And he's holding a slice of bacon up in the air with his hand. Nice. Uh, so give me a melee attack with ah! Steven <laughs> to snatch the bacon from his hand. All right. And that's when I took the sword, lit it on fire, swallowed that sucker hole, put it out with my esophagus. It was crazy. That sounds wow. awesome. uh, for Steven's stats, it's a that's a great it's, a great. it's great. Jimmy, I feel like you'd really be amazing at this task too. Yeah, <laughs> <my sword laughs> is a... Uh so Jimmy, right as you're saying that, a seagull swoops by and snatches the bacon right from your hand. Uh, Shit! 
Uh, Asla, you wheel around and fly back to the um, circle of standing stones mm -hmm. um, and scarf down the bacon. And Stephen blinks, and you're back in your own body. Ooh. <laughs> and Grumble says, great job! You've got a familiar. Thanks. And you now have Stephen as a familiar. Yay! Uh, and that means... Uh, it's basically the same as the find familiar spell, except he's just permanently with you. Okay. Um, uh, your familiar will act independently of you, but always obeys your commands. It uh, will attack on your turn. Well, it, it doesn't really attack, but it can take actions on your turn okay. if you want him to do something. Awesome. Um, you can communicate telepathically, uh, and you, as an action, you can see through your familiar's eyes and hear what it hears until the start of your next turn. Uh, and you also have the ability, um, normally, um, what type of familiar you have gives the wizard, um, certain things that it can do. Uh, I'm using Raven stats, but instead of mimicry, um, Steven will have forage, which means, um, it will be able to find anything that's edible with advantage. Great. <laughs> you can just send him to look for a particular type of food and he has a good chance of finding it. <laughs> but it's mostly yeah. just french fries and pizza bones. Yeah. 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 Not so even. Hard. Like sometimes so he'll come back with like half a pizza. <laughs> just it's like pizza rat. The whole this just the whole thing. What? <laughs> pizza? And you can infiltrate whole restaurants. Yeah, and Stephen looks up and you and says, "Good." Oh, yes, buddy, very good. Good, good, good. Uh, yeah. So you now have a familiar. Stephen and myself just being familiar with each other. Oh, hi, familiar. Familiar? Yeah, familiar. Good job. <laughs> are, are you talking with him? You're just squawking at each other. Oh my gosh, how cute. Yeah, we we, we communicate now. We speak each other's language now. Uh, oh, that that's good. That that usually happens. All right, let's go find. Let's go back to the group. Cool. So are you? Are you going? Can I'll, I'll just. Yeah. What? You don't. You don't want to come with me, do you? I. Can be fun. You can come say hi. Yeah, yeah, I'll say All hi. Right, let's go. Boom. Uh, yeah, so you head over to uh, Lizard Man Denny's, and uh, uh, Grumbles just hops onto the banister outside on the bench and <laughs> jumps into the plate of food in front of Locrian. Oh, <laughs> right. oh, God damn it. I'm just going to kill them all. Oh, hey. I don't know. You guys, sorry. This is my friend Grumble. Look at the size of this pancake. Oh, and it talks. Oh, we're talking raccoon. Yeah. Okay. A, I could wear this as a hat. He's a woke raccoon. He's a woke raccoon. Most people wear you as a hat. So <laughs> What do you mean? Oh, just Yeah, you can have my you can have my uh you can have my chicken and waffles. It, it, it's a bit dry, so it's just it. Here you go. He takes it and he jumps off the banister into the marsh and begins to wash it vigorously. What? You don't need to. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't taste dry. <laughs> 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 Doesn't taste dry. Oh, 
It's pretty soggy. Uh, I hope you're in Devos in the... Oops, sorry. Go for it, Loki. No, no, I'm sorry. His name is what? Yeah. So this is my old friend Grumbles. Grumbles. And he just helped me make Stephen my familiar. (laughs) Oh, I give a little little scritchy under the chin. Did you enjoy my little show? I'm looking at, at Stephen's face, and I'm seeing a little bacon grease around his mouth. Stephen looks at you and says, friend? Yeah, of course Jimmy's your friend. Don't ever take my bacon, bird. Um, Stephen hops over to you and baby birds out the bacon. Oh. oh. <laughs> don't eat. Don't. Hungry? I don't. Hungry. Oh. Oh. And he ate it. Bacon. Baby. Baby. Oh, no. He thinks you're his baby now. I think you were imprinted upon. No, I didn't. I think he thinks you're his baby. Steven, go lay down. I think Steven's your dad. Steven does not obey your commands. He's not a dog. Steven, come on over here, buddy. Steven obeys Asla's commands. Don't worry. That's fine. It was a good show. It was a good show. It was good. Uh, Denny the Lizard Man walks over and says, Do you need more coffee? I'm, I'm no, good. But I hand him um, a, a Ricola. What's this for? You, you sound like you could use it. Just. <laughs> okay. And he, he chomps it. He doesn't suck on it, he just like chomps it into tiny shards. Okay. Not as helpful. Good job. You, guys, you guys don't. You guys don't take your recallers like that because I, I I do that. Is that weird to do? I know, no, right? No, no received. Okay, I'll be. It's not a soothing. I mean, sometimes you just want to harm fun, you know. What are, the, what are the ones that had like the goo on the inside? Those I liked. Gushers, Jimmy. No, 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 well, no. If you believe they they heal you, they do. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I think Hall's made a version mm. with the goo on the inside. The it was so strong for me. Yeah. So strong for me. I think that's like a pillow thing, too. I'm not really sure. Um, they can, like, you know, toss them out during communion or whatever. I don't know. I don't go to church. Uh, and Sorry, Lurch. The four of you share a warm, reasonably priced meal. Uh the camera pulls upwards over the tiny town of Innsmouth, bathed in the moonlight, and you hear the nightly sounds of old Salty Pete yelling about the moon watching him. And we pan upward and see the tiny point of light of the town, surrounded by the darkness of the Acadian continent. And in the distance, we see small smudgy fires in the woods, and hear the laughter of Knowles. And that's where we'll end tonight. Next time on Dungeons and Flagons. Should we discuss the screaming or no? No. Elves are big on neon. Yeah. How okay. much of his blood did you take? Well, listen, if Loki dies, I'll come back for the money. We're land pirates. Pirates.